Okay. Um, we're about to start Halacha Ches, Kufchaf Halacha Ches. Just to help place where the Halacha is, um, the first seven Halachas in the Simon were roughly about um, which types of Kalim need Tvila. That was the first, uh, not exactly, but roughly that was the first seven Halachas were about which ones need Tvila. We're now starting the next section, the next four Halachas, are about when a person is obligating Tvila, which is to say Tvila happens when a guy has a cleat and you give it over to someone who's Jewish. At that point, it comes high in Tvila. So the next four Halachas are going to talk about details of when did it transfer from the guy to the Yid to the point that it's high in Tvila. And then the um, last five Halachas in the Simon are going to talk about, um, basically, they're going to talk about how you do Tvila. Once, once we know what type of kill needs Tvila, and then we've got to the point that it, it, it's past the point that a Jew owns it and now it needs Tvila, how do you do that to you? Okay, and then, if we, finish, if, if we finish that, we'll move to some race base, which is the chatzitzis for two. Okay, that's a separate thing. Okay, yeah, that's just to put things into place. Okay, so let's read the din. The din says like this. Hashoyel, If a person borrows or rents a cleave from someone who's not Jewish, which is to say, he doesn't own it yet, he doesn't have to title that cleave, um, it's not his, and it still belongs to the guy, he doesn't have to title it. Next, what happens if a um, yid bought it from a guy? He did not title it. The Haveri, he lent it to somebody else. So we just said that borrowing is not considered to be owning it. So the new person doesn't own it. Then Ton Tvila, then the second person has to title it, even though he's only a borrower. When the first person bought it from the guy, it was ready to in Tvila's kill. Now that he lent it to somebody else, it already is Chayv and Tfil's Kalim, so even the second person can't use it without Tfil first. The Yesh Mishraimer, and some say, Shemloi Lachot HaRishon L'Tzorach Sudah. Well, now that we have an, a, now an unusual case like this, the first person didn't buy L'Tzorach Sudah, he doesn't plan on using it for food. El Lachtich Klafim. He has it to cut paper. Okay, so when he, oh, sorry, so when he, when he bought, the, this, this first person who bought it from the guy, bought it not to, uh, not L'Tzorach Sudah, so he's not Chayv and Tfilah, uh, but and then he lent it to somebody else who was going to use it for food. Then in Tzorot Tfilah, I'm going to talk to you about that in a minute. What that means? Why he's not having Tfilah? Okay. So the first person bought it to not use it for food. He's not having Tfilah. He le- he gave it. To, he lent it to somebody else who's going to use it for food. It's not having Tfilah. The Ramah says I'll read the Ramah. We're not going to do so much of that today. A person who took it for not food use and chose to use it for for food even temporarily needs to table it. He bought it for cutting paper, he still needs to table it. He can ever use it for not to use it. I'm going to talk about this next time. What happens if the first person bought it for cutting paper, and now the second person bought it from him to use it for food, the second person needs to table it. Okay, so now, the, the, the case that, the, the, that we're going to focus on is this last case that the Mechavah said, and then what the Ramah stuck into it, which was, um, the Yid bought this Kli not to use, um, not to use it, not to use it for food, okay? The Shukhanov's case was he, he bought Lachta Chaklov, to cut, to cut paper, okay? So the, the first person who bought it, the first person who bought it is not Chayim, he's not Chayim Tila Skelem. So the Ramah says, what happens if the person who he temporarily wants to use it for Tfilah's Kalim, he becomes high in Tfilah's Kalim. We're going to talk about that in the future. I'm explaining to you the din, the way I'm reading to you now is the simple way 
the, the, the simple way how everybody reads it in, there is a shita. Chachosan brings it. He doesn't accept it. But he brings such a shita um, that says that maybe the mechaber is talking about a very specific case, or maybe the, the mechaber who comes from Esav Hector is talking about a very specific case, which was that a person bought a kli, not that he chose to use it lachdechlavim, but it's a kli that's meant lachdechlavim. Okay, it's meant for cutting paper. He describes his own example for us. We think think of a box cutter. Okay, people buy box cutters don't use them for cutting chicken. Okay, that's not what box cutters use. They use for cutting boxes. Okay, that's what they use for. So he and he who wants to understand that the Isbahat is going on the Shita, which again, which we'll talk about later, a different time, which is maybe followed by Tashmishai, that normally the box cutter will be is used for not food, and even if you use it for food, you might not be hired to, to tell you what, that's, that's a, a very unusual sheet that we're going to pass that, we're not, that's not how we're understanding it, okay? Whereas in the Mechaber and the Ramah, the, the, the way most people do, which is, if you, the person who bought Lach Techlafim is not hired in Tefillah, if you use it ever for, for food use, you have to tell Okay, but now the second case like this. The, 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 the Mechaber says, if what happens if the Jew bought it Lach Techlafim, and he sells it to somebody else who's going to use it for food, you're Tefillah. Okay, the chiddush of that case is like this: the the, the person who who's using it for food, he never bought a kli from a guy. The guy owned the kli. It was sold to somebody to a Jew who was not chayven tefillah's kale because the, the person who bought it first was had a lachdech klafim. That first person is not chayven tefillah. He's not chayven all tefillah because it's not for him. It's not a kli. The next person who bought it didn't get it from a guy. He got a kli from a yid, and it didn't need to be told. So the Chiddush says that even so, Lamaisa is the, the Kli did come from a guy, originally did belong to a guy, now it's being used for food. So even though it temporarily passed through a state that it was not Chayv and Tvila, in the middle it passed to, to a year who owned it and it was not Chayv and Tvila, even so, um, that Kli is Chayv and Tvila. Because Lamaisa, it once belonged to a guy, now it belongs to a year to use it for food, it's Chayv and Tvila's Okay? So uh, before we move on, I'll just tell you, just for, just for interest, there's a tube in the heart speed who brings a riot from this din about a very contemporary shayla. Okay, it has to do with um, soldiers in the Israeli army who capture uh, some other city, and they take their kalim, okay, and questions about whether those kalim are highly feels kalim, and whether you should, should you say that the kalim became hefker before the yid took it over, the people who, the, the, the people who ran away because the army was coming, uh, will mafkir their stuff, and now when the people took it, they were zayichin it from Hefker. So there were those who wanted to say, there were those who wanted to say that it's not Chayim Tefillah's came because they didn't get it from a guy, they got it from Hefker. Um, and they wanted to, and they, they, with that they wanted to explain why in the Torah, the, the din of Tefillah's Kalim is by Mechemes Midian, instead of Mechemes Sichon V'ay. They wanted to, it should have been, that was their first Mocham, was Sichon V'ay. It wasn't there because they were mafkar it, and it's a different day when they were doing Kibbe Shabbat. So a whole shot as to why the, the Torah puts the din in, in, so to speak, the wrong place. Um, seemingly the wrong place, not the first war they had, but the second war. And therefore, they wanted, people wanted to say that therefore the soldiers are not hiding fields, Caleb, when they capture these dishes. He says, no, it's not true. You see, from our din, even if it passes through a, a state when it's not hiding fields, Caleb, if it once belonged to a guy and now belongs to a yid, the way Yushalmi says it, it went out from, it had the toma of a guy using it, whatever that means, and now that toma has to be taken off through fields, Caleb. We don't know what that means, that, that toma, we don't know what any toma means, but it has some kind of a toma that the guy used it, the guy owned it, he didn't even use it, he owned it. So you have to tell you what now, um, such as you see that he brings a riot from our din right over here, that it passed through somebody who didn't have to do to feel. Okay, fine. That's just so. You win it. Okay. Now the question is like this. What would happen if the Kli, a, a Yid bought at Lachter Klafen, okay, and he, didn't, he did not sell it to another Yid, but instead of selling it to another Yid, he lent it to another Yid. 
So now, he, the, the person who bought it is not Chaim Tzvi'el's Kalim. He lent it to another Yid, and that Yid who borrows it chooses to use it for food. He, the, the, the middle person, the, per, the person who, I'm sorry, the person who borrowed it, the third person, chose to use it to, for food. So, is that like the first case? The Ramon said, if you temporarily use something for food, you have to scale them. So the guy who borrowed it, he's temporarily, so to speak, using it for food. I am the owner, I don't use it for food. You're the person who borrowed it, you're going to use it for food. Is that like you temporarily chose to use it for food? So that's what the Mechaber says, no. The Mechaber says, means the person who borrowed from him does not have to title it. And the reason is because, the reason is because, the the person who gets to make the decision as to whether it's going to be used for food or not for food, that's the owner. If the owner is the one who makes that decision, and if the owner chooses to use a lachtich klopim, the fact that somebody else chose to say, no, I'm going to use it for food, that doesn't make a difference. Okay, I, I'm, not, I'm the owner, I get to make the decision, I'm only using it for food. That, that's how, in the Chalpist he explains it. You could explain it differently. Okay, but if, 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 you could explain it that it's the owner who's the high field. Okay, either way. Okay, that's what, that's what the Mechaber says. But the Ismahat argues. Okay, that's what the, Mechab- the Mechabra says, what I just told you. The owner makes that decision, not the other people. The Ismahat says, the Ismahat says that as soon as the Yid buys it, as soon as the Yid buys it from the guy, even though the Yid is buying it, as soon as he buys it, it's, he doesn't use this word, but we would call it, he's pseudo chayim in Tevil's Kalim. Even though the, the Yid, um, even though the Yid is not going to use it, like, partially. Okay? Even though, even though it's like, like not partially, like 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 in, in a theoretical sense. I'll tell you the word; it'll make you feel better. Um, okay, he doesn't use good word. Okay, a better word that will help you explain. He says, "But etzem, even though the, the yid board lachter chlof, it's already chayiv in tefilas kelim. Even though he's not, he is not lemaisin chayiv in tefilas. How do I know that he's really chayiv in tefilas kelim? He says because if he would temporarily choose." To use it for food, let's say he takes this box cutter and he wants to cut his orange with it, okay, all of a sudden it's Chayven Tevil's Kalim. That tells me that this thing must be sort of Chayven Tevil's Kalim already. It's already sort of Chayven Tevil's Kalim, or else just this little decision wouldn't make a difference. So all you have to, he says, is once it's already partially Chayven Tevil's Kalim, all you have to do is show just any kind of indication, any kind of show that says, I'm going to use this for food, is already enough to make it Chayven. So it doesn't have to be the owner who does that little indication. He says, uh, um, I'm not having a good word here. Even though, even the, the owner doesn't have to be the one who gives off that little sign that he's using it for food. Even the person who borrows it also. The point is, it was already basically Chayim Tzvi's came when the person bought, bought it from the guy, even though he bought it after Klofen. And therefore, the other, he just has to give this little show that says, you know, we have a little food use for this thing, it's already making Chayim. And then the other guy becomes, and then so another person can do that also. Okay, it doesn't have to be the owner. Okay? That's what the Isvahatta says. So the Isvahatta thinks it's Chayim Tzvi with a bracha on that. And the Tass and the Shach, Shach bring this, and they say, well, you know, we should be choshish for the Isavetter, and therefore we should do Tzvi'el's Kalim, Tzvi'el without a bracha. Okay? So, so again, the Mahabah said, if the Yid owns it, and he's not going to use it for food, and someone who borrows it is going to use it for food, then, the, then he's... And the person who borrowed it is going to use it for food, then you, it doesn't make a difference. It's not Chayven Tzvi'el. And Isavetter says that it is Chayven Tzvi'el, so the Tass and Shach said you should do Tzvi'el without a bracha. Okay, Prichadr says he doesn't get it at all. He completely disagrees with the Taz and Shach. Um, the Chacham Sam says he, he first thinks like that. That that's seemingly what should, what should be, he thinks should be right. And again, he comes out and he says like this. He says if it's a clear it's chayvin tiyum with the raisa, then for sure you should you should be chayshish for the Taz and Shach, and you should do tiyum with that bracha. If it's a tiyum, it's a chilet 
Kriyatzol Chayim Tzilom Zerabonon, it's glass. Then, if it's some kind of a difficulty, the person could be Simach on the Mechaber and not do Tzilom. Okay, now, his cases of being difficult, that I, I know one of the cases, the other one I don't exactly get. One of them is, he says, is if, the, if the person has a Kli and it's, it's before Shabbos and he doesn't have time, and they're not going to have time to Tzilom, uh, as they describe, the Prichadosh, I think also, but for sure, the Chavzan, the, the, the people, this used to be a common practice, uh, the people would borrow Kalim, how they got it from the people who didn't want it to use, you'll understand in a second. They, they used to borrow these kalim. So the person came on Shabbos, they had a bunch of company, and they borrowed, you know, ten cups. All of a sudden, they don't have time to tell you little. They're not able to, it's Shabbos. That's the case I get, I do it. The other case is your friend is going to break. Okay, I wasn't sure what that meant. You, know, you can't, you can't tell you on Shabbos, right? You cannot tell you on Shabbos, correct. You, it looks like Tikkun It's not actually Tikkun but it looks like Tikkun Okay, so it, um, it's a muffling case, but it's assumed that you're not allowed to tell you so the, the, he says, you're afraid you're going to break it. I guess the guy's borrowing it. He's extra nervous more than a regular person. I wasn't exactly sure what that case was. Okay, fine. So, so we have this machlekes. So uh, you have, it's a little bit of a complicated case. You have to just hold cup for a second. Okay. I, I buy the, the thing to Lachbeth Clover. And I then, I don't have to type it. I lend it to you, and you want to use it for food, you have to type it. So that comes like this. What happens if, what happens according to the Isvahetar? What happens, according to the Isabel had to say, the Isabel had to not pass up, but the Isabel said, you're Chayim Tiel's Kalim. So if Moish borrowed it from me, he's Chayim Tiel's Kalim. When he gives it back to me, what happens if I lend it to somebody else now? Okay. What happens if I take this clear and I lend it to somebody else? Well, that, and that person's going to use it for food. Well, that person has to do Tiel's Kalim. Okay, I, I'm the owner, and I'm using Lachter's Kalim. I give it to him, and he uses, he's going to use it for food, so he decides he has to, so he has to talk about it. So this is Now he gives it back to me, and I lend it to another person, and that person's going to use it, that person's going to use it, chooses to use it for food also. Does that person have to type Well, according to this man, no, he doesn't have to type it. It was really typo. He, he borrowed it. When he borrowed it, he did a tweet on it, so he did his deal. So of course it doesn't need to be typo again. The next day he didn't have to type it, it already was typo. Okay? What about according to the Taz and the Shah? Taz and the Shah said that you should be machmir for the sheet of this vetter. So according to that, according to this vetter, you wouldn't have to title it. What would they say about the next guy being titled? What would the machaber say if the guy just went ahead? The machaber says the person who borrowed it does not have to title it. What happens if the guy did it anyhow? Meshachar, he decided he's not going to title it. Either he didn't like the machaber, he didn't know the machaber, or he did like the, he was machmir for the Taz and the Shah, and he chose to title it anyhow. Okay? He, he didn't have to title it, but he did it anyhow. And now he gives it back to me, and now I give it to the next person. And now I give that, and I give that clee to the next person. What's the din about that clee? Does it need to tell? Doesn't need to tell? It was titled either according to Mahabra for sure before it needed tefillah, or according to the Taz and Shach maybe before it needed tefillah. Okay, so it does. But does, does it, was it tefillah done or tefillah was not done? Okay, so Dainwise says, Dainwise says that um, you didn't do tefillah. He says you didn't do anything. He says on the side that tefillah wasn't required. You didn't do tefillah. He says. Uh, so you got to do it again. Next person is going to have to do it. Okay, that's why, a, is it, why is it worth it? My tefillah is like two years before I use it. Okay, so no, because if it was chayim and tefillah, it was he said it was chayim and tefillah. You, you did the opposite. It's scala. It's only going to be used for food ten years later. So okay, it's chayim and tefillah. Whatever, whatever. No, okay, but when that person makes that decision, that's what it's chayim and tefillah. So t- yesterday it was chayim and tefillah. Let's say I myself chose to use a lactic cloth. I'm going to use it for paper. I'm not chayim and tefillah. If I change my mind, now I have to. Now I have to tell you. So this guy who did it, he did it before people had before it had been required to have tefillah. On it. Okay, so so Dainwise says no, it's, you, you blew it, you wasted your time, didn't do anything, you have to do tefillah again. Okay, yes. In case Dainwise is discussing, is where it was reloaned or where it was uh, where it was sold to somebody. I, I'm, I'm, 
Dime talking about a case where it went to okay to somebody else who's for sure high in tefillah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not telling you the case. It would be the same, right? According to that, it would be the same. It would only make sense yes. to say the person be. It went to a person who really needs giving. Yes, person yes. Person to loan to the yes. second person. I'm not, I'm not telling you the real case. In, in a minute, I'll tell you his real case. Yes. So, but, yes, yes, correct. That would be true. That's right. So, so Dime says, no, you didn't do anything. Okay, and Rabbi Blumenkrantz, okay, you all heard of. He wrote something about forty years ago. In, in the very first MTJ's Torah journal, called the Torah Torah, he wrote two about this topic. Uh, and he says, he says, he says, of course you don't have to tell you what. He says, let's think a second. The guy took the, the, guy took the clean, he put it into the mitzvah. So he wasn't chayv. Let's, was, let's say he was not chayv until his came at that point. Okay, he put it into the mitzvah. If he dunked it in the mitzvah, a, a guy never owned it. Tzvila's kalim is when a guy owns a clean, and then a yid buys it afterwards. So, after the tzvila happened, no one owned it. He said, so, he, I'm, I'm eating a little words here. He says, I'm saying, tzvila's kalim, it's not, it's not only effective because the person did a mitzvah. Tzvila's kalim, we don't know how tzvila works, but somehow there's something on there, there's toma on there, and it comes to take it off and you go to the mitzvah. So I took the, the toma off, and I wasn't obligated to take it off. I didn't have to do that. I wasn't supposed to do that. But Lamaisa, I got the stuff, I got the tomo off, whatever it is, like I put it through the washing machine, the way it was supposed to, it got cleaned out. Now, the fact that the, the mitzvah didn't happen, it wouldn't make a difference. It's not, it's not, it doesn't work because I have a mitzvah to do, it works because it works. What, we don't know, whatever happens in the oil is when you stick something into mitzvah, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, it got, it got cleaned, it got tohar, whatever, whatever that means. So you were chayim. He says, so now, after that happened, nobody, no guy owned it afterwards. The only chayim in if a guy owns it, if a guy owned it, a guy didn't own it. Between the time the guy owned it and me, there was a tefillah. So I should be safe. Okay. Now, both of them, both Diane Weiss and uh, Roy Blumkins, are both arguing, and they mention it. I'm not, I'm not making this up. I'm task. Okay? The task that I told you that brings us to the Hector, they're arguing that how to read the words of the task. Okay, like this. The task, remember what the task said. The task said, the Machaber had said that if you, the Machaber had said, if the person bought it to cut paper, not hiding tefillah. If he lends it to somebody else, and that person wants to use it for food, Makabra said, no tefillah. And the Taz said, no, let's be machwe and do tefillah. And then the Taz says like this. He says, when the person who borrowed it gives it back to the owner, and he did the tefillah because he was being machwe for what I just told you, he should tell the owner, I'm changing this to the words, but he should tell the owner that he did tefillah. Why? Because that way, if the owner sells it to somebody else, and that person is going to be really chayv in tefillah's For sure the guy will be chayv in tefillah's That person needs to know that tefillah already happened. Okay? Now, why does the other person need to know that tefillah already happened? Okay, so the, the passage words are, Shaloi yatbilenu sheinus b'brocha. The passage says, Moish who gives it back to me, he did the tefillah, he should tell me that he did the tefillah, so I can pass on that information to the new, when I eventually sell it to somebody else. So that person, Shaloi yatbilenu, Shaloi yatbilenu sheinus b'brocha. Okay? So what does that mean? So what's the problem if the second person is going to title it? So Rabbi Blumenkrantz says, he says, what do I care if the other guy is going to title it? What? But says, be careful, make sure the guy doesn't title it. I'm trying to save him a trip to the mitzvah. That, that, that's not the problem. He says, what I'm trying to do is make sure he doesn't make a bracha shen tzricha. Okay? I don't care if he makes it up if he titles it again. Let him title it. Who cares? Let him title it. It doesn't mean he will title it again. But don't make a shen the bracha because the tzvila already happened. So you better stop that guy before he does it because he might make a tzvila bebracha. So he might he might make a bracha vatala because he already had tzvila. Okay, and there's no need to title it again. Okay. And Dian Wai says, that, says you know, that could be pshat. I mean, he doesn't bring up food cans, of course, but he says, that could be pshat. He says, but, there's a, there's a chasam soifer who says not like that. Okay? Not, not only does he tell you where the chasam soifer is, he even quotes it verbatim. Um, and 
Um, I guess we've reached about this before. And it, it's, we don't, it doesn't exist. I, mean, I shouldn't say it doesn't exist. I'm sure it exists someplace because he quotes it word for word. This is what he says and he makes you come into words and Imam she goes on and on and on and, and he says it's on the Shulchan Aruch and this Sifkatan uh, he got the whole details and for life me I can't find it. Um, when I searched the whole Bar-Ilan like I picked out like you know important words from there like you know a couple words at a time and searched the whole Bar-Ilan of all the typed words that they've ever thought of in a zillion swarm uh, and the only times where it comes up is um, in the and, and in the journal, no, and in the journal when Mitzvah printed this shuvah once before, it was in the safer. It pulled it up in some Torah journal up there also. We're also quoting yeah. like, oh, And then in the third place that says, that says in Mitzvah, it says the following thing from Chassam Sefer. Okay, so three, three different places, but they're all dancing around the same story. And there he brings from, from, from a, a, a supposed Chassam Sefer, who says, who says, the Chassam Sefer says, that, no, what, what, the, what the Taz means is that we want that the second person should the person, second person should know that he doesn't... The second person should know... Um, that, that they have to title it, but they shouldn't get the bracha, but they have to remember that they have to title it. Okay? Anyhow. So, um, as I mentioned, I spoke to a priest about it before, and he thought uh, that the Pashas is like Rabbi Bloom had said, that all the Taz is worried about is that you shouldn't make a bracha, but you shouldn't do it, you shouldn't make a bracha again. But when I said the Tila happened, the Tila happened, the Tila happened, it's good enough. Okay, so now, what I told you till now, what I told you till now, I told you first the machlokes between the machaber and the Tazan Shah, or the Sefer, and then I told you a second argument in, in contemporary Pesachim about this question, what do you do if the first person, if someone did Tila before, so to speak, before they were supposed to? Okay? The same question would only be if, if um, he gives it back to the original owner and then he decides he wants to use it. If the owner, yeah, if the owner would change his mind. Now, all what I told you so far, these two disagreements, Two agreements are very theoretical. Okay, if you want to understand it, then there's a theoretical thing. Okay, but there's a practical application to all that stuff. Okay, and that's like this. When Machaber said the Machaber's case that he bought was um, the person bought it. Uh, okay, the Machaber's case was that the person took it, took it to cut paper. Okay, cutting paper is not kind of deal. It's not for food use. Okay, that's the case that the Machaber says. But if you look in the Beis he has another case. Okay, the Taz is Maram, is that it? Um, another case. And that is not only that the person bought it, blocked the cloth and to cut paper, which is obviously not having tefillah, he says it, but also if the person bought it with schayra. Okay, he bought it for business purposes. Okay, now we could, you could question what he means by business purposes. What does he mean when he said that word, business purposes? But the, the, the Taz says it out. The, the Taz... Say jokes later. Uh, the, the Taz, the Taz, uh, the Taz speaks it out, and that's what everybody seems to assume that what it means. Lesoyer means is a chenveni, which is to say, the person who bought the, the 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 dishes, he didn't buy them to ever use. He has a houseware store, so he bought the dishes to sell to other people. So not just the case in the machab was the guy who bought it has intention of using it, but he's going to use it not for food use. He's going to use it for cutting paper. But now, but now, but now all of a sudden, this is a very different case. Right? Well, here, the person who got, it's going to be used for food. It's still a frying pan. What do you do with a frying pan? It's not for cooked food in it. Okay? It is a frying pan. But I don't own the frying pan for food use. I own the frying pan because I, I sell housewares. I sell frying pans. So if you, I have it in my store, and I'm never going to use it for food. I'm going to use it only to sell to somebody else. Now, it's a chiddush here. That we're considering that that's considered also not for food use. We, we would have imagined that, that it's still considered a, a clay suda. It's food meant for... This is a clay that's going to be used for food use. 
I'm not going to be by me. It's going to be the next person. I, I'm just like the, the I'm just it's passing through my store. We would think it's not Klesut. Okay. So the reason why that's not correct, I mean, the basis of says, and everybody accepts it, is because there's a there's a theme, so to speak, that passes through a lot of these dinim. Is that you only high even feel if the kalim are exactly they were the way they were by clay bitcher. Okay, by clay, it has to be the same way. The term says when you capture these kalim from the garden, that's when you high even feel. So everything has to be done to that. That's going to be a theme of the next couple of halachas. Uh, it has to be done with the clay midyon. And by clay midyon, the people who took, who took the kalim, they were going to use them. They weren't going to pass them on to somebody else, and therefore it has to be done with the clay midyon. So what we call it clay schayra, things that are going to be used for business. Meaning even I'm just, I'm a salesman, so I bought the frying pan to sell for the next guy, that's considered that I'm not using it for food use. It's a chiddush. And that's considered I'm not using it for food use. Okay, so now, um, so, so the, the, that now brings up a shayla like this. And the shayla is, is even more than again nowadays that lots of Jewish-owned houseware stores build a cable mitzvah right into the store. Okay, well, think of the convenience, you know what I mean? We, we, we have, you, you buy yourself a pot and you can title it right before you walk home. It's not so convenient. Okay, so they build a cable mitzvah right into the store. So came along the, the next level of uh, salesmanship and says is, not only could you title the pot before you take it home, I'll title the pot before you even buy it. I get in the shipment of pots, I'll title them all, and then people who buy them, you can not only could you be titled right away, I'll title it before you buy it. Okay? So it's not much so convenient, okay? You have you don't need you know, the mix is so easy. I can do the mix for you, you know? I can title your pots for you, okay? So so the the person he wants to do it before you. So that question, so what's happening here? The person who owns it is not Chaim Tiel's Kalim. For him it's Clay Sharri, he's not Chaim Tiel's Kalim, it's the case of the Mahabra. He's titling it before it's Chaim Tila. When he's titling it, he owns it as a person, not only the case of the Mahab that he lent it to somebody else. He's the Mamash, the guy who bought Lachter Klopin. He took Lachter Klopin and he dumped it into Mikla, like you sort of mentioned before. He dumped it into Mikla with his own Lachter Klopin. So does that Tila work for the guy who's going to buy it? Okay, does, does it help for the person who's going to buy it afterwards who's going to use it to cook soup in? Okay, so, so it's going to depend on this Mahalikas. Okay, the question of Blumkins. The person, the person who did the tefillah, the person who did the tefillah in the store, the house, the person in the house who did the tefillah, the tefillah was effective. It means it's between the time the guy owned it and the yid owned it, it went to the mitzvah, no even tefillah afterwards. And going to Dain Weiss, it was completely worth it. And actually, with Dain Weiss and, and, and Rabbi Bloomfield are talking about this case. Okay, a person, a store owner, who was titled with a kalim before he sold them. That's the case you're talking about. Okay, could a, could a, could a store owner be titled with a kalim? Rabbi Bloomfield says, he, he says, if he does it, the tefillah works. Now, both of them point out both of them point out that Lamaisa, um, whether it works or it doesn't work, there's, there's a downside, which is the, the storekeeper can't make a bracha. Because okay, the, the storekeeper is not Hyman Tiel's Caleb. So the storekeeper, the, the housekeeper, the houseware store owner can't make a bracha. Ashek Kedeshan says if it's Hyman Tiel's Caleb. So he's going to lose out in the bracha. So if he wants to, they say if he wants to, he could type it with something that's really Hyman Tiel. Okay? He could take one spoon for himself, use it for making his own coffee. And then he could, um, and then he could make a bracha on that and title everything with it. So, but if not, he's going to miss out on the bracha. Okay, but whether whether the tefillah works or doesn't work, and as whether the, the buyer has to do the tefillah afterwards, if the, the store owner did the tefillah for him, will depend on this question between Rav Blumkin and Taimers. Now, Taimers told to make another bracha. Yeah, he says he, he's. Oh, uh, does he make another bracha? I don't remember if he says to make a bracha. He sure says do tefillah again. I don't remember if he says to make another bracha. Um, maybe he's a little misup, but I'm not sure. Okay, but I'm, I'm, I don't remember if he said to make another bracha. But the question is whether the buyer has to make, the, he says for sure the buyer has to make a bracha. He says the first guy didn't do anything. He didn't help him. Okay. Um, now, so, so let, let's, 
move to one step further, which is, okay, the, the storekeeper decided he's doing field scaling. Okay? And it's going to, either it's going to work according to, either it's going to work, it's, it's either according to Dynamite, it's not working at all, or according to the Midrash, according to Bloomkin, it's working, but you can't make a bracha. So at what point, at what point could the, could the store owner say, at this point, I for sure can do the tefillah. Okay? So we would assume that you have to wait until there's a Kenyan. Okay? We would assume you have to, in order for it to be the buyers, at which point it's for sure time to fill, you have to wait for it to be a Kenyan. Okay? That's what I, I would have assumed, that the buyer has to make a Kenyan. In other words, the storekeeper can never do it before the guy buys it. What would be the Kenyan? The Kenyan would be Mashiach. You have to take him, take him home with him. You know? Or Agba, you have to make a Kenyan to walk, to take the only thing, at which point the storekeeper can then do a service and title it for him, but at that point he, he sort of missed the idea of, I'll title it before you buy. So, Rabbi Blumkin has this whole cheshvin that, no, even once you place the order, it's already time that you could, even once you place the order, he can already uh, do, do the field for the person. He can do it with a bracha. He could, or he says, for sure, if he tells the guy to table it. Now, he, makes, he, he tells you a lot of details which are all true, which is, you can make a Kenyan hagba in the, in the rishos of the moicher. Okay? You can make hagba in the rishos of the moicher. He says, yes, you could do that. He says, and, you, and even the moicher himself could do the hagba for the one kach. Yes, he could do that. He brings a right, you could do that. Um, he brings rice. All those parts could work. He even brings he even brings from uh, Shar Mishpat from a who says that if a person ships something that might be a Kenyan already. If I ship it to you, it already might be a Kenyan for you. That's Mishkan. What? And therefore what? See, that's what's more is making. Well, okay. Well, he says maybe I did. I shipped it. But what I'm what I'm missing in all of it because all those things that I said so far are fine. Those are all reasonable choice things to say. Are, Believe all of his writers. The question is, did it really happen? He says as well, if I told the, if I told the person to, to title it for me, so he made hagba for me. He made hagba for you? The store owner knows I'm making hagba for you. He's trying to make a Kenyan that you should own it. Is that what he did? No. He, he's, he, he told the, 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 you know, the, the 20-year-old in the front of the store, he said, listen, go title these dishes because Mrs. Jones just bought them. So the guy went ahead. So this, this, the 20-year-old went and told him, does he know he's making hagba for the other person? Maybe yes, maybe not. He says, if you ship it, this, this is from a, from a Sharmish, but when you ship it already, it's as if the person had a Kenyan on it because you already took responsibility, and if it breaks, it's going to be yours. Is that true? The person, I, he didn't even ship it yet. All he did was, Mrs. Jones called up and said, hi, I want four plates and two pots, and he put them on the side, and before he gives them to UPS, he puts them into the mikvah. So, when he put, when he put them, before he gave them to UPS, it's also considered that he made this Kenyan, that's shipped already, he didn't ship it already, he was getting ready to ship it, it didn't go out the door yet, it was getting ready, he titled it before he put it into the FedEx box. So, I, how his application of those things, I wasn't so clear to me. In other words, you could do it. He, he's describing how the store owner could do it correctly that it belongs to the person. He could say, listen here, if you want, I can tell you dishes beforehand. If you want me to do it, I'll make a Kenyan for you beforehand. Fine. I could ship it. I, he, could, he could do it. He could potentially do it in a way that he could do the bracha. He could do to you with the bracha beforehand. When, he makes it as if it happens automatically. That, that wasn't so clear to me that that should happen automatically. Okay? Now, a side point in this whole issue is, if the storekeeper is going to be doing Tefillah's Kenyan for you, is um, that... Uh, person just needs to be alert that him and the storekeeper have the same things in mind when they're talking. Okay? The storekeeper says, I'll, buy, I'll table everything for you before you buy. Okay? The, the, so the storekeeper's definition of everything and your definition of everything are not necessarily the same. Okay? Um, I, I, just, it's just, I heard about this story from a Kala. Okay? The Kala bought her housewares from a store. A lot of houses from the same store, and the store says, "And we'll title it. It's going to arrive in your house on this day, the day before, and we're going to title it, and everything's going to be fine. We're going to title everything for you." 
when, when the dishes showed up at the house, um, for whatever reason, they started to question whether everything was really titled. And the store, they called the store up. And they said, what about this? And they says, well, we don't title China. Okay? And we don't title Corel either, because they told us about some mystical coding that's on top of it, and we don't title until the coding's taken off, whatever. Some kind of a thing like that. Uh, and which this Kalas Rob had told that she should type both of those things. So all of a sudden, they found out that the store idea of title everything and the and the, their idea of title everything were not the same. Okay, so even if you're going to count on the store owner, we came to the point that you count the store to title everything. You have to make sure that your everything and his everything are the same thing. He title he his his decision on what he should title and you it may not be the same. Okay, so he's just a storekeeper. Okay, so he may have a role who tells him what to do. That's perfectly fine. But just make sure that everybody's on the same page that he, what he wants to table and you want to table is the same. Thing. Okay, okay. Now related to this, we're, we're almost done. Related to this is like this: What happens if I buy a dish? I'm not a storekeeper, okay? But I buy a, a silver platter and I buy it to give it as a present to somebody else. Okay, so uh, there's a few. Sorry, I'm going to take it from Rabbi Asher. Rabbi Asher says, if I buy it to give it as a present, that's also considered to be clay Sfira. Just like if I buy it to be, a, I'm a storekeeper, and I buy silver platters to sell to people, so too, if I buy the, the, a platter to give as a present, I'm going to give you a wedding present, I'll give you a silver platter, so the, the person should not do tefillah. Okay? That, that's a little, that's a, not so hard to understand. Then he takes it one step further. And he says this, what happens if I buy the platter I don't buy the platter. The, the platter is going to be a present to you, but the present is for your child, Shalom Zahar. And I buy a platter, and onto the platter I put a whole assortment of cakes and cookies that you are now to put out at your son's Shalom Zahar, and you're going to put it out on that tray, and then you can keep the tray. I'm really being generous, and that your baby present is a, the tray on there also. So Gashi says, in that case, you also should not table, because for me, I, the person who bought the tray, I'm never going to eat on this tray. What am I doing the trade? I'm just giving this for me. The trade is just a, a, a present that I'm giving to you, and it's a platter, and it's a nice uh, way to carry the, the food over to your house. But I'm not going to eat on this trade. Okay, so now this is a, a whole step further. We start all the way back with a guy who bought lachlis kofim. Okay, now we're holding my person who's putting cake onto a tray and selling it to someone else's house, where they're going to put the food out on, in the middle of the shamsachar, all the cake on the tray. So I mean, we would have imagined that that's. That's clay suda. Not only am I going to use it for what I already has, I'm putting food right onto it. Okay? Rabbi says, no, but from my perspective, me, the, the, the guy who's giving it, the person who's giving it, um, he's not giving, uh, 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 he's not using it for food. He bought it as a present. He bought the tray as a present. And then he, he, ha- he put some food onto that place, and the, the next people, he knows they can use it for food. That's what it is. But he's not buying it for that. So Rabbi says that that person should also not pay for people. It's like, like, uh, like a jar, like a, like a glass jar that you send like product in. Like a store, a uh, uh, manufacturer. Yeah. That's next time. We'll do it ma- manufacturers next time. Right. I think, or maybe two times. I don't remember. That's going to come. But right now, we're talking about a private person. Right. I just put the tray. I, mean, I send it to your house right. to put out at your shalachmanus or your kiddush or whatever it is. Okay, your shalachmanus. Okay, shal- I send you shalachmanus. I send you cake. One of his examples. I send you shalachmanus. Okay, here's here's all the food I'm giving you for shalachmanus. I'm not going to eat it, but you're going to. Okay. And it's he just says, a, it's just a waiting to package something. So, so it, even though it's. I, I'm well aware that you're going to take this tray and you're going to keep it. That's part of the point. And you're going to put it out, you're going to put it out at the Shalom Zahar on the tray. That's the simple solution that you just use the tray yourself before you give another one. Right, you're, you're tricking. I, I don't know all the food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, some of them. You, 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 you're, 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 you're making tricks. I'm just trying to bring out the, the kiddush of the din. You want to say, I have a way to be titled and ignore Rabbi Yashar. I'm, I'm just trying to bring out the kiddush of what he's trying to say. You, you're, you're, you're right. We can find a way to title it. I can eat on it. For, but that's, you know, okay. So now, Rabbi Yashar... 
He does. Another person, he will have to pay. Oh, no, no, no. You'll have to wait. You have to wait for next time. You have to come back next time and find out whether that guy, what the guy has to do. That's going to be next time. That, whether that person has to do anything about it. That's, um, but um, the, the Rabbi Yashiv is quoted as saying, at least in one of the cases, I assume it's in all the cases, that what happens if the person did do the tefillah like he wasn't, he didn't have to. Rabbi Yashiv, you didn't have to do the tefillah. The guy did do the tefillah and it was glass. Then he says, okay, then for the Yavid, you could be Simon. If it was good, it's only Chayvin to Madarabana. And the guy, the, the middle person who wasn't Chayvin Tila did it, he says, okay, you could be Simon on that, and the other guy doesn't have to tell it, but otherwise the other person should do Tila again. I think, I think he says Tila that a bracha. 